0: Once again, we are live in Kiching, Sarawak, Malaysia, and I'm so excited to be here. We're talking all things teachers, free service teachers, schools, well being, and self care today. Lots of different insights, hopes, and dreams. But before we get started, let's introduce ourselves. Hello, okay,
1: everyone, my name is well. And I am 21 years old. I also major in Islamic studies. I'm the kind of Happy Go-like guy. I don't really like pension or anything. But right? that's why. I am.
2: Hello, I am Birukifa Azira. I am majoring in musical education and currently in my second year. And one thing that what did you should. Okay. One thing that you love. One thing that I love, okay. I like Wachang. Does anyone here like wow. Wachang? I love Wachang. Great, right. it's true, right? Too. I don't understand what people say. It tastes like grass. <laughs> <laughs> it's not right. It's so good, right? Yes. I okay. mean yeah,
3: that's all for me. <laughs> okay, hello everyone. My name is Asva. You might hear me in another episode of the Central Podcast. I'm... I'm majoring in Tassel in my final year Yay!
4: <laughs>
3: <laughs> and one thing that I love so much is my life I love my life uh, So far it's been the greatest life that I've ever lived in So yeah, that's me
5: Okay, hello everyone, I'm Phangissa and I'm majoring in Tesla. I'm Asos, that's right. (laughs) (laughs) I follow him everywhere including in this podcast.
4: So what I love
5: the most currently in my life is the new version of me that I created this year where I would probably say I romanticized my life so much this year that I take myself out on a date by myself I take myself on the new places that I wish to go when I was a kid and I think everyone should do it once in a while if you have the capability to do so because it really helps to ease your mind and it's nice
6: yeah. So that's all from me yeah. Alright, so uh, hi everyone, I'm Jin Jin and I'm majoring in original education and about me, one thing that I like, I will say, Cat! Yeah, I like cat! It. Okay. Because it's like, you know, every time we are stressed, and then they pass by, it's just rub- rubber. <laughs>
4: and then you'll feel very
6: perfect. And yeah, there's something I like.
7: <laughs> so, hello everyone. My name is Annabelle, and I am majoring in TESOL, currently in my third year. So one thing about me recently, just like Aspa and uh, Anissa, I love my current life. Since the start of this year, uh, it's been quite difficult, but I've managed to romanticize life and even got into something new, acting. So I was given the opportunity to act and that is why I love my life now continue <laughs> <laughs> <Okay. clears throat> alright so hi
8: everyone my name is Jessica and I'm a maths major in currently my first year of degree first year of degree so
4: I like many things eh? I like a few things <laughs> there are a few things that
8: I like but one of them one of my interests would be music so um uh, I play four instruments I've been playing since from one so yeah, I really
6: like, I really enjoy music. That's all. So, hello everyone, my name is Adriana Jimenez. I'm currently majoring in early childhood education, and for now, uh, I love I of car maybe because just recently I just got my license, so, so my I'm kind of addicted to. You. So yeah, this one.
4: beautiful. Thank yeah. You. <laughs> I'm going to
0: ask a spontaneous question. We just finished a workshop together, three hours. All of us <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: Um
0: We were making, we learned about collage. We were thinking about making as a way to also help us with our well-being and our self-care. Yeah. But also, as we were making the collage, we were thinking about our hopes for teacher well-being. So I wanted to ask, what were your thoughts about the activity and, and the workshop, if any
3: of you would like to share? Okay, I guess I'll stop first. Um, I really enjoyed the workshop that we had recently. It really reminds me of something that I would do during my childhood. Uh, really just like, brings out your inner child back because all this time we are just being adults and living as adults that we forget that we also can be very playful and childlike and as well as trying to also remember our true purpose of what it's like to be a child who who will want a teacher that they would love to have they would love to have of course they would love to have a teacher that would uh, give them an activity that they would love to do, doing collage, playing with colours, playing with papers. Children like, children love that. So <clears throat> it really reflects back on what I myself as, as a teacher should do when I'm teaching my children not to be very, not to treat my children as I would treat my friends or any other adults. As children, they are very special. And we are also treat ourselves as children sometimes. We need to be treated like a child, because who else would want to treat us like a child? Our parents would not want to do that anymore. (laughs) They will hug us, but it's not the
4: same Okay. Um, as I was
5: doing the activity, to be honest, I would like to say thank you to prof for doing such activity, because um, I had a very heavy and hectic week last week so I feel like this kind of activity is an escape for me it helps me to live in the moment because last week I told Asfa can I just have one day where everything just stops I just want to lay down not doing anything and just be myself around people that I love and today is the day where the program uh, where the activity happens I realized how I got lost into um, the activity, I enjoy doing it, I find myself again, I find the purpose of, I would not say the purpose of living, I am living right now, but it's like, you know, when you at your lowest point of life, you pretty much don't see anything around you, but when you take time um, to, see, to sit down and actually um, breathe, take your time to think about yourself, not other thing it's actually not as heavy as you thought it was actually it's nice it's nice to have such a relaxing activity as I like doing the activity it reminds me back like aswa mentioned reminds me back of my childhood where I used to really love arts but I have to live it because I have to focus on my academic but once I achieved what i I, I had, I just couldn't. Get back into the art side of me. It's just really hard, mm-hmm. but it's nice just now. It's it feels like oh, the little me is happy, you know. <laughs> so yeah, it's a really nice activity. Mm-hmm. How about you, Chen? Oh, Okay. okay. <laughs> so
6: what I learned from the uh, workshop just now. The very first thing that I learned is it's it is important to slow down it is important to slow down because we don't have to rush everything up only when you're slow down you're able to enjoy and able to see what's happened around you when I do the collage <coughs> at first I was blank I got no idea I got literally no idea what am I going to do so I started to uh, look for some words some motivation words and I realized the words that are for that I'm looking for it is some a lot of most of it all of it is positive words. So I guess um, that is what I see. That is the hope that I. there is it? That is the hope that. Where's the question just now? Like, <laughs> that is the thing that I hope uh, surround. That's the thing that ah, uh, <laughs> I would like to surround myself which is all the positive vibe. Mm. So I guess is the thing that I learned from the workshop, is it's okay to slow down, take your time, and your time to look around and to see what you mean. Mm. Mm. And um, that's for me. So, how about you? Uh, for me, (coughs) personally,
7: at first, when I heard the word collage, but I want to thank you. For uh, doing that activity. <coughs> however, my first thought was, doing a lot at this age? <laughs> that was my first thought. But then, However, as I did it, it's fun. It's fun. It's <laughs> therapeutic, even. Yes. Because uh, personally, I, I'm a very busy person, so everything is just brush, brush, brush. Everything is just, it's very fast paced. So when I was doing it, Uh, the collage activity professor she kept on reminding us to tone it down to slow Mm -hmm. down and actually think about what we're trying to do what what meaning we are trying to give uh, the activity so i even like chen just now she told uh, us that she was searching for words and From the like newspaper and from the materials that we had, I did the same. And as I find those words that just resonate, uh, the inner peace, the inner uh, child within me, I realize that it is crucial. It is essentially, it uh, essentially crucial for us to just take a step back, Relax. relax. deep breath and clear our minds so that we can actually go on and move forward despite the hustle and bustle and stuff happening around you and I'm very thankful that we were able to do this workshop today. Yeah. Uh, can I? Yes. Oh, yes. Oh, sure. <laughs> yeah,
1: um, thank you block for doing the collage, it is quite enjoyable because to me, do you ever feel like sometimes when you have to hide something and keep bottling up, then when you do the collage you can just let it all go? I feel free after the collage. makes me happy. Thanks.
0: <laughs> so I'd like to ask, what is self-care to you, personally and then professionally?
3: Okay, uh, self-care. Self-care is actually is different to everybody everybody. You can treat self-care as the most important aspect in your life, but <clears throat> self-care to me personally, I believe that it is selfish in a positive way. Mm-hmm. Where you are giving you are giving back the love that you have given to other people back to yourself again. Because um, uh, personally, I believe that self-care is where you actually understand what you need at the moment. So you're having a bad day, you may need a coffee, so go get, go get a go and get a coffee. And professionally, I feel that self-care is where you are able to, um, able to maintain your well-being, and also your relationship with your colleagues at school because that is where self-care is really important because you you are a teacher and your colleague is also a teacher you are reaching to the same purpose, the same goal which is to teach your student so if you are able to take care of yourself and you are able to have this sort of environment where teachers are able to take care of themselves You are building an environment of teachers that know that they are able to teach the student because if you are not taking care of yourself, how are you going to teach your children? children, Yeah, if you are having a migraine, having a headache, having a stomach, how are you able to teach your students? Of course, self-care professionally is where you develop. uh, You take care of your um, physical health. Mental health, your well-being, and your uh, also the your your social health as well. And that's for I me. Mean. Thank you.
5: <laughs> I agree with um, when Asma mentioned about um, self-care is selfish, but in a good way because when I when I listen to the word self-care the one word that comes into my head is being venerable, vulnerable where you admit things that you need you admit when you are not at the best stage of yourself sometimes being a teacher um, a pre service teacher we tend to forget our um, we tend to forget to take care of ourselves we're like oh i have things to do i have work to get done i have assignment to get done but we forgot to like just relax for one time, one moment and then um doing things that you like, and i I think like self care is more on taking care of yourself mentally, spiritually, and physically, because, like I said before, teachers have the tendency to like taking care of everyone and the other people's children, but when it comes to themselves, they don't know what to do. It's just like they don't know what how to love themselves, they don't know how to take care of themselves, so I believe. When it comes to um, self-care, it is really about being vulnerable. Admit that you need help sometimes. I need you. You need rest. Just admit it. It's okay. It's okay if you need rest. It is okay if you need to leave your work for a while and take take some walk around around the office or around your surrounding. It is okay, and it is okay to always choose yourself first for others. Don't feel guilty for making decisions that is good for yourself. So, like I said, self-care is being vulnerable for yourself. So,
1: always put yourself first. <laughs> Alright, uh, for me, <coughs> self-care in simple terms just an act of taking care of yourself, either mentally, physically, or emotionally. Uh, to me, self-care is not really selfish <coughs> because Sometimes you need to put yourself first, prioritise yourself first before others.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: There's some self-care to me. Mm-hmm.
0: Thank you. So I think about self-care in the things that we do to maintain, protect and grow our well-being. I also think of self-care as a strength. So It has a different feel when we think of self-care as a strength, we think about that energetic, it's positive, we enjoy doing it, we grow and we change over time, we perform it well, and it excites us and helps us to be the best we can be. Thinking about self care as a strength is a little bit different to how we normally think about it. So I wanted to know how does this challenge how you, how we as society and as teachers Think about self-care. Okay, I'll
7: start off. So, based on the explanation given by Professor just now, thinking self-care as a strength, it can be a challenge towards us as teachers or us as a society. The reason uh, why is we are human. Simply, it's because we are human. So, self-care. If one thinks of self-care as being positive all the time, uh, taking care of yourself, being energized, in a way, it can be deteriorating to mental health because we always have this mindset: Oh, I have to stay positive. I have to be positive. I have to have energy to I have to go through the day. If we have that kind of mindset, if every each one of us here in this room have that kind of mindset, it might be a bit... it can be tiring. Mm -hmm. And we do not acknowledge the feelings that we are supposed to feel. We don't allow ourselves to feel that. We don't give ourselves permission to feel whatever we need to feel in order to go through the day. So rather than considering it as a strength, it is best for us to utilize whatever we have inside us uh, instead of powering through the day. It's okay to uh, take a five minute break and clear your mind and just give yourself some time.
6: Yeah, that's it. Okay, so thank you, Annabel. So, <coughs> so self care is sometimes View as a luxury or selfish indulgence by the society, yet seeing it as a strength challenged this perception. It to self-care as an essential investment in our well-being and overall performance. It challenged the idea that the only way to effectively serve our students is to completely give up on ourselves. Instead, it encourage us to recognize that self-care can improve our ability to so help others and enable us to become the role model to students and promote a healthier work-life balance. And this is for me. So how about you? This?
4: <clears throat>
6: okay, so how this might
8: challenge how we think about self-care, um, because I think that some some people would have this preconceived notion that self-care is equivalent to being selfish or being self-indulgent, when in actual fact, it's not actually the case. So, um, just because that, just because we prioritize ourselves over others, does not make us uh, someone selfish. In fact, it is necessary to ourselves and also for other people around us because self-care, it. Um, By taking care of ourselves, we are are able to maintain our own physical, mental, and emotional health and well being. And I think that it is very important because if we are not okay, we cannot help others to be okay. So before we try to help other people, we have to try to help ourselves. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I think that um, by having a more Accurate definition of self-care, people will be more open, eh? aware that they need to prioritize and practice self-care in their daily lives. Mm. That's often
0: mm-hmm. beautiful, beautiful thoughts. So I like to think about big, beautiful questions when it comes to well-being and self-care, especially as teachers. So we often don't ask these questions. And so as pre-service teachers entering the field, what are you noticing as we focus on moving forward? What is good in life? What is working? What can be built on? So I want to ask that question, what's working?
1: In a perspective, as a teacher, I still haven't had my practicum and practicum yet. So I don't really know what it is. But as a student, based on my own experience, Sometimes growing up just by living self helps. From my experience, I used to suffer hardships and pains where most of my friends, they kept bullying me, cursing me, and being called names when I was in middle school. So at that time, I felt very <coughs> insignificant and always lost my confidence. So as I growed up and started to mature, I stopped caring what others would say and started taking care of myself by practicing self-care and prioritizing myself first. So due to that, I am now able to regain confidence and be myself. Uh, when I was suffer hardships after that, after I grew up, I start to think and always tell myself, they're not the one who define you, but it's up to you to define yourself.
0: Mm-hmm. You. Powerful. <laughs> Very powerful.
6: <laughs>
1: All right, so for
6: me, what's working? So for me, Working is adulthood, because when I was a child, um, I'm free to do anything. I didn't need to think about my finances, I didn't need to think about all the problems with my colleague or my friends, Um, I'm free, I'm free as a child. So uh, right now, I'm majoring in early childhood education, it's actually exhausting for me as time passed by, I realized that I really love this profession, and so it is something, Yeah, thing. Mm-hmm. um, it's something that I need to do. I realized it, even though I will not doing something, I will not be giving a big impact to someone. But please as a teacher, I am in their life. So, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm, that's beautiful. You are in their life. Yeah, I'm in their life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So, for me, what's working?
8: So, um, I'm, I'm pretty sure that most people, especially for um, students, they. Because in Asian culture, we are very. Um, it's normal for parents to have uh, more. It'll put more pressure on academics, so like they focus on your results and what you achieve in school. So the better your grades, the better you are. That kind of mentality here. A lot of us will go through that. So um, what would work and what would help is um, instead of focusing on what you have to achieve, I have to do this, I have to do this, I have to be the best at this. I cannot slack here. This one I must. Um, achieve this goal in order to be considered good, something like that. So instead of having that um, sort of mindset, I think it would help to realise that um, that we are only human, we make mistakes sometimes, and we cannot, uh, what's it called, perform at our best all the time, we're not perfect. And so I think it will help to change that uh, mentality to not put such a heavy burden or pressure on yourself. So we have to realise um, the extent of our capabilities where sometimes we can go wrong. And I think that this will help people to not
2: stress too much and it will take life easier, Mm.
0: I think. Mm. Lovely, thank you. So I want to ask also, what has failed and why? What was the learning? And is there much point uh, increasing well being when ill being is bad or getting worse? So, how can we start to flip that? Okay, so thank you, Professor real
6: Like others, I had felt so many times as well. Sometimes I felt to do the thing, I felt to do or to achieve the I And as I had shared before, I. Uh, I applied for IBJ uh, for three times, and all three items failed. Right, and sometimes I even fail to take care of myself when I prioritize others too often. It's true that there are instances where uh, ill-being can overshadow efforts to increase well-being. It's like how do you say? Uh, in times of difficulty, such as um, dealing with personal hardship, social, social, social issues, it can be challenging to focus on improving well-being when there are pressing problems to address. However, now I start to realize that well-being and ill-being are interconnected, and they are influence one another. So, by fostering well being, I am able to equip myself with the resilience, coping mechanism, and support network necessary to navigate through periods of well being. So, by acknowledging the importance of both aspect and finding ways to integrate well being practice into my life, I can now strive for a healthier and more resilient state, even in the face of. Well, in circumstances. Well, yes. well, for me. Okay. Um. <clears throat> okay, what has felt well? for me? What has felt well actually is self-care so. <laughs> 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 Because I mean, I believe, which is, I believe that um, the teachers, and uh, well, including me they're always neglecting their own well-being and, and in the end, it's need to burnout so this tragedy actually happens is um, the, demand, the demanding work a lot because as you know, um, teachers it's not just about teaching right now there's a lot of job that we need to settle down as teachers like filing maybe um, taking care of students outside of the schools there's a lot of things that um, making us doesn't have time maybe because i think the teacher is actually a superhero because their care for the student not inside only inside the school but they always ask um, for example, my mentor shows us how how about my health, how about myself. Even though it was not working time, um, yeah, they're often neglecting self care. So I want to remind the teachers and also myself that it's okay to be selfish. It's okay to focus on yourself. It's okay that. You have your own time. Even though you like teaching, you still you. So have your time. Okay, well, um as
2: for me, if you ask me what has failed in my twenty one years of living, I think being too focused to uncertainty and inconvenience that in our life. As we know, um, not everything will go our life, on right? not everything will go our way, right? And uh, being too focused on the uncertainty and inconvenience shouldn't happen. I don't recommend you all doing that because when that happens, um, we will think about it too much, and it somehow will let us down. It will make us feel like we're lost, and. I myself went through a few episodes of mental breakdowns because of that. And um, when, so I would like to tell everyone when you are feeling lost, believe me, you're not actually lost. You are exactly where you are. It's just, we are never lost and we're exactly where we are supposed to be. Because I recognize that throughout our life, we're we're like living in a documentaries where um, when you're feeling uh, the when you're feeling lost, we are actually just in between the chapters. Then we are actually gonna experience. We are gonna learn something new. When you feel lost in your journey, it means you are able to discover something new, and you should be grateful for that. That's beautiful,
0: beautiful. <laughs> beautiful. Thank you. So, when it comes to self-care and well-being, I'd love to know what do you want to improve, why, and how will you know well-being has worked or is working or is improving, and how do you celebrate, appreciate this success?
2: Okay, I'll go first. Um, how do I improve. Okay, like I said, maybe like uh, because of my failure before, meaning that I used to be too focused on all the uncertainty, I think um, to improve that, what I did was I block all the negativity and take a better care of myself. I don't really think about it. I make myself busy. And how do I know that the well-being and self-case work is um, when I wake up in the morning. I wake up, maybe sometimes when I wake up um, before my alarm goes off, um, and I wake up feeling great. And that um, I used to, actually before, when I was being too focused, when I was like, have, have a worse have a bad self-care for myself. I used to wake up and feel super anxious when I think about my day like what I' supposed to do but right now when I have when I think about the care of myself I wake up feeling great I feel like okay we have work to do but let's do it um, in our way let's just go with it slowly we, we will get it done. Yeah, it's all nice. All right, uh, I'll go next.
7: So, okay. So, personally, the things that I would like to improve uh, is my emotional regulation, because it's physically uh, I'm still okay. So even if I'm tired and I'm lying down, my mind is constantly running constantly thinking of things so that's the thing that I would like to have more of control of and as well as I would like to go take care of my uh, physical health as well I should because um, I would like to have the stamina the, uh, the durability uh, of teaching especially young children, filled with energy you know how ch- young children yes. are especially to uh, those who have gone through practicum they can be very, very energetic, and it can be uh, overwhelming. So, uh, the state of uh, an accomplished personal well-being would show through my um, resilience uh, in overcoming obstacles uh, as a teacher, especially uh, like uh, class management, um, taking care of myself, prior, uh, prior, uh, priori- prioritizing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, myself, uh, as well as confining uh, in myself regarding my emotions, no matter if they are negative or positive, I have to acknowledge it, I have to. Okay. And the way I would celebrate uh, the success of uh, accomplished well-being is by spending time with my family and my friends and those who have been there for me and those who appreciate me, it's a, it's a two-way thing. Mm-hmm. You know? If you appreciate me, I appreciate you, and other than that, I might want to spoil myself with
4: some you know <laughs>
7: materials, <laughs> uh, maybe uh, I need mm-hmm. some new clothes, new jewelry, and that's uh, how I would celebrate my success in, in being successful in milk, okay. yeah. uh well-being. Yeah.
3: Okay. Um, for me, for me personally, I would like to improve on my self-righteous as a person. <clears throat> okay, it's it's a, it's a very long story, but I'm gonna cut it short. Um, throughout my throughout the years of being someone who is very well in and in, in academics. Um, I have been, like, asked by a lot of people to not do the work I not know, but be someone who would, like, assist them uh, being asked to do works that people think I'm good at which, yes, I feel that I am good at some works but <clears throat> most of the time, it, it gets really tiring because people really rely on you a lot and I don't want to call myself a people pleaser, although in reality I am, because I keep saying yes <laughs> instead of no. So well, I would like to learn well how to say no when it is due. Because I need my spaces well. I'm a I'm a angry amb- ambivert, I suddenly realize I'm not an introvert, I'm not an extrovert, I'm an ambivert. I like to be alone sometimes, so when you're so when I'm alone, you don't bother me at all. <laughs> and when I want to be bothered, then you, then yeah, you can come and see me. <laughs> but <clears throat> how will I know that my well being the things that I do in life is, has worked for me? Because it really depends on I myself where I feel that the things that I'm doing in life has worked. Um, I cannot say that 100% that it is working. But it's a progress, it's an ongoing progress, it's a continuous progress, which I may not know where it would end, but further in life, I would say that changing is something that is inevitable for all of us. You don't change physically, you change the way you see perspectively, and that's how you change your mindset, your mentality as well. how would I celebrate my success is I do all the things that I love because I did what? I did that. <laughs> because I did I did all of the things that made me feel happy. And um, it's okay to feel selfish, yes? That's what all of our friends have said. It's okay to be selfish, to really indulge yourself with the things that you love. You might feel that some other people may be talking about you behind your back but uh, yeah, it's it's them, it's not you um, but you deserve that, by the end of the day you deserve all of the things that you have right now and there's no other person who can say that what you have right now is a luxury it's an uh, advantage that you have just because you were born in a rich family or you were born well you're born uh, academically strong no you work for what you have right now it's something that people will not understand unless they are in your shoes so yeah preach (laughs) (laughs) that's
0: good and can i just say also in your um endeavors to understand yourself the back of your phone Yep. <laughs> has an affirmation. Oh, that's so cute. For those listening on the podcast, can you share?
3: Okay, so the back of my phone case right now, I got it from from an online shop, thing application. course. I just stumbled upon it. I like it. It says, "Don't don't text me. I have no self control and will be on my phone for hours and get no work done." <laughs> <laughs> with two with two stickmen there. You can see about birthday, there's that.
0: <laughs> Beautiful, thank you. So I'd like to know, what does a good day at work slash school look like for you? Okay,
5: that is actually a very thinking question that makes me think uh, throughout uh, our session today. Because I feel like I never thought of something that makes me feel good in a day as a person. Someone who's like I would say I'm a people pleaser. I always think what uh, I always think of is this gonna make my friends happy? Is this gonna make my parents happy? But well, I never think of something that would make me feel happy. So, um to answer this question, what does um a good day at work look like? It can be as simple as no traffic jam and samarah. Let's start with that. It can be as simple as that. But um I don't I don't really have that much working experience yet as I am a pre-service teacher so I can just talk about my practicum experience but I'll also share with you about my personal experience and my personal thoughts on what a good day looks like so let's start with my practical life so I think um, a good day for me during my practicum session it's as simple as when I park my car and then I can see cat running around. It's really cute. It just made my day. And then the simple the next simple things that make my day is just as simple as when my students just say, Hi miss, hi miss. It's just so cute. I used to think I never liked kids, but look at me now. I love them. I love them so much to the point I feel like Ah, it's okay. I'll take care of you. <laughs> and um, and the last thing that I experience, a good good day that I experience um in, during my practicum day, is this might be controversial, but it is <laughs> clocking out from oh, okay. office time. It's just so exciting when it, it's like okay, it's time to go back. I'm gonna go pack my bag and then just go back. But it's not that like I don't enjoy my practicum life. It's just like you know the adult. The, the adulthood in me is like growing up, growing in, it's like, oh, I'm working now, so I have to go back. <laughs> it's just exciting, you know, going back from your office yeah. and everything is just done, you know, your work is done, everything is settled down, and it's time to go back. That's it, and that's from my practicum life. It's really simple things that has happened in my life, it makes me really happy, because I'm, I'm a very sentimental person, I appreciate little things that happen in my life. Like I mentioned the earlier of our podcast, I romanticize my life to the finest that I appreciate little things in my life. So as for um, personal thoughts, I want everyone here to have this kind of mindset where as much as you are devoted yourself to your work, please remember that you are an individual yourself. Never forget that you are a human yourself you have the other side of your life that you need to take care of, which is your personal life. So, what does a good day for me, as um, in my personal perspective, is as simple as getting my caramel macchiato in the right uh, ratio, where it has balance of sweetness, bitterness. That my life is just ah, I got everything. It feels like I can't do anything in my life. You know, it's it, it's just. Oh my god, tastes so good. You should try. <laughs> anyway, um, anyway, other than the coffee itself, I think it's um, knowing what to do in the er- in in the early of the day when it start. You know, when you already plan what to do um, at the beginning of your day. You know, you just wake up. Okay, I know what I'm gonna do today. For example, um, last week I decided to okay. This week, I'm going to like do cafe hunt for the whole week during the holiday that we had, during the semester. And I actually did it, and I feel so happy that I, I discovered a lot of cafes and coaching. And it, it was so, so good, and I feel like, oh, that's a lot to discover actually. and I think um, the highlight of my sharing today is a good day in my life, work, or personally, is me appreciating the little things that i do in my life and just focus on the little things in life don't go for the big things that you can't control so that's all i shared
6: mm. Thank you. oh okay <laughs> so as for me uh good day at I haven't worked yet, and <laughs> <different things. laughs> so I'm going to share a good day at work as a teacher training. Okay? It's all about learning, it's all about growth, and making a positive impact. It involves actively engaging with students, observing experienced teachers, and taking part in meaningful classroom activities. It's about building relationships with the students, collaborating with classmates, friends, and others, and gaining practical experience in the classroom. Overall, a good day as a teacher trainee is one where I feel support, challenged, and inspired to become the best teacher I can. So well, I guess that is from me. For
1: me, what does a good day at work look like just like Chen, I don't really have any experience. <laughs> yeah. I don't even know what futures feels like, what adulthood feels like. Maybe next time. But for now,
4: what does a good day
1: in my daily life look like? Yeah, A good day to me is when I can just be alone in a room or something, do some activities alone for myself, where I can have all the time in the world for me only. No one will ever disturb that. For examples like, when I was being alone in a room, I like listening to music, and write my own poems. I love doing poems. When I'm alone, I like doing poems. And when I jog around IBG, I can just relax myself and feel the nature. I can breathe in and let it all go. So, that's all. So,
6: for me... Anyway, so
8: probably, um, same as Chen Abdullah, I'm not working. So. <laughs> but um, during my PDS, I when I when I'm in the staff room, when I see how the teachers interact and their daily life in school, um, I would think if I were a teacher at that time, a good day at work would probably be if um, you know my lesson goes well it follows what I planned, there are no, instance, eh? uh, there are no instances or any um, problems in class, and um, if let's say I'm a class teacher, the attendance is good, and there are no discipline problems among the students, that kind of thing. So, hmm, as a student, I think a good day would be a day when we don't have homework, we can just go <laughs> home and just uh, relax. There's no need to oh I need to finish this one, then finish this one. So it'll be good.
7: Yeah. And then I also agree with
8: Abdullah. Where a good day would probably be where I have lots of time for myself. During the holidays, I spend majority of my time in my room by myself doing things that I like enjoy doing. Whether it be reading or just watching YouTube videos for many, many hours. Yeah, and recently I've started watching some anime. It's
4: been really fun and yeah, enjoyable. So I'd love to ask what is your vision
0: for the future, personally and professionally?
7: My vision
0: for the future. Um,
7: Personally, I would like to have a better relationship with myself. Mm. I would like to be okay with everything that is happening and uh, accept the things that are happening. Because everything happens for a reason.
2: Uh, There's this quote that
7: I heard from uh, uh, from TikTok, (laughs) from uh, social media. It's, uh, it goes like, okay, everything that happens around us, two things can be true at once. So it, whether it can be a bad thing and a good thing, those two things can be true. So it's up to us how we perceive the things that are happening and how it's affecting us. We are in control of that. So I would like to have a better relationship with myself as well as with family and friends and those who would be in my life in the future. So, uh, oh, I, want, I would want to be more grateful as well towards everything uh, that I have in my life currently and in the future. So essentially I'm saying that I should be counting my blessings.
2: Okay. For
7: professionally, as a teacher, I would like to instill new skills. I would like to learn new skills. There are so many things that we can learn every day, especially in, uh, to... Um, teach our children and actually because a teacher's job is not only to teach it's to actually educate these children into becoming uh, decent human beings so in order to for us to do that we have to be decent human beings ourselves
3: personally, I would love to have my children my students, well not that I'm gonna have a children anytime soon <laughs> <laughs> I would love them to know about self-care at their young age because in my own experience I'm, I've known nothing about self-care when I was young, especially in my elementary school. My parents didn't teach me, especially when you're Asian parents, you're going to be like adi, do your homework <laughs> all that, just, just, just those things. I
4: never the, the one thing that I've learned now when I was like nineteen,
3: I started exploring more about skincare. <laughs> yeah, uh, because during uh, back then, all of my friends in elementary school and high school they they used like sunscreen, you know, like moisturizer, you know, all of that. How my how how is my skin able to withstand all of the you know the <laughs> the, the UV, UV rays and all that? I would love for the children in the future to actually know that <clears throat> to learn about these things because they are. I mean, even right now in this days, these days, in these days uh, our youngsters they are very well knowledgeable about all of those things. They have access to all of those self-care hacks and tips from social media rather than the reminder. time. I have nothing at all. (laughs) I even have to like beg for my mother for the internet access. (laughs) But yeah, that's my vision for the future. I I would love for the children to actually learn self-care from a teacher in an environment where the teacher also is very good at self-care as well. And professionally, I would love to be a teacher in a future that is um, that can give some tips and tricks to my students that um, are you having a bad day uh, then they can come and see me and talk to me about it in a space where I'm not touching or poking any controversial topics about their you know, personal life but it's a talk like like the word what like what we're having now we're talking about self-care it's very intimate but also at the same at the same time educational. Mm-hmm. what about you Adriana?
6: I, about you? Um, so, so for me my vision is how to create a lifestyle where self-care becomes a fundamental part of my life so when it comes to self-care people always think that it was luxury and actually self-care is just a necessary investment in our and I want to change um, that kind of thinking including myself. I always think that
4: I don't deserve
6: self-care because when I was a child I was being stressed Uh, what my parents said I need to get this good academic, I need to achieve this one so, um, as a child, I didn't have time for self-care. I didn't even know what is it I always think, study, okay, I got A, good job, study, 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 study. Until I go to IG I see a lot of my friends. They have car, they have a good clothes, and I didn't have that. So when I'm here, it's taught to them that you deserve to be loved. And this morning, actually, uh, I was up, I woke up with the feeling, oh, I have lost. <laughs> I know I'm just, I'm just so tired. So it's always happened to me, and I want to change that. I want to wake up with the feelings of, I want to just wake up with, like energized, feeling red, and maybe that's you know positive thoughts come to my mind that oh, it's going to be a fun day. Oh, um, I anticipated this day,
4: I would not do this
6: day, so personally, that's the vision I want to ask for myself. So professionally, um, as a pre-service teacher, when we graduate, mentor, we're going to be a teacher. So as a teacher, we have the power, you know, the power to change someone's life, the power to teach someone that this is what you can do, this is what you cannot do to teach them to be empathetic. So, as a teacher, we need to teach our kids, our uh, students, that self-care is supported, and you deserve self-care. So, I hope that um, with this kind of way, everyone well-being will be valued, and they will, they will not be like, putting well-being as, like, Oh, it's just that. It will be, yeah, you need to do that. You need to have some care. So, I believe that um, nurturing the well-being of educators is essential to fostering a positive and improving educational environment. So, it is not only the students, but also the teachers and educators who are.
0: So what do you hope to change when it comes to teaching, schools, and our self-care and well-being? Big question. The heart Okay. So, <laughs> there you go again,
6: Dr. Muriel. So, as a teacher trainee, I hope to bring a positive change to teaching, schools, and self-care or well-being. I want to create a classroom where every student feels value and support where their voice are heard and celebrated. And then I aim to advocate for the well-being of both students and teachers, emphasizing the importance of self-care and creating supportive school environment. And lastly, my goal is to inspire a love for learning and and help students to reach their full potential both academic and personal mm. so by implementing these changes we can create a more balanced and supportive educational system that prepares the students in life and yeah, this is for me mm-hmm. so, uh, Okay, since uh, Chen mentioned about schools
2: mostly, right? I want to um, be more general about my hope when it comes to self-care and well-being. We're... um, Listen, this is important. Okay, I want us to let us not um, have gender inequality when it comes to self-care. Because somehow... We tend to, like, uh, when, okay, when you're boys, you're not supposed to take care of yourself. Like, what Aspa have mentioned before, like, taking care of your skin. Sometimes, we, I don't know, maybe Malaysian, Asian, we sometimes, like, oh, you are boys. Why are you doing something that girls are doing? And that's actually wrong. We shouldn't do that. Everyone should take care of ourselves. We should... Love ourselves. We are. Um, we have the responsibility. We are qualified to take care of ourselves. Despite you are what you are a boy, a man, or a woman, or a transgender, or what you are ten, you are twenty, or even when you are eighty, you are still allowed to take care of yourself. And it's my hope to not uh, to stop gender inequality self-care.
7: That's a good, that's a very good point. Okay, so uh, Chen mentioned that uh, it is important to create an environment that is um, so supportive for students and self-care <coughs> should be practiced by everyone. Everyone. It doesn't matter who they are or what they do. Uh, but it's especially if we, because we are here, we're our go, we are all going to be teachers. So of course, it is essential that we take care of ourselves so that we can take care of our students. For me personally,
2: I hope to change uh,
7: the changes that I would like to make and it's creating a safe environment for the students. I would like them to feel safe and I would like them to be safe. Safe uh, uh, in a way that uh, they can tell me anything that they want. And there will be no judgment uh, involved, because uh, I'm sure that we have gone, all of us, we have gone through BBS, at least. And uh, our two seniors here, they've been through practicum. And uh, it is a known fact that each student has a different background. So they might feel different from others. And that's why I would want to create a safe space for the students. So when it comes to self-care, uh, I think it is best for us to be more understanding. we understanding, we acknowledge the differences or the um, the hardships that we may go through in the future. Yeah, so those are the changes that I would like to make. All right. All right, so as
8: for me, I think that it's important that we Especially us as teachers, educators, we should um, increase awareness, make sure that the younger generation, they, are, they know what self-care is, they have heard of the term before, and that they really know what it means, so they don't misunderstand it. And, and uh, why I think this is important, um, as we all know, self-care is very beneficial. It helps to maintain our own well-being. And this can uh, increase the quality of our lives. So I think this is very important for students as well, because since school is quite high pace, especially now the syllabus has become harder, and they have more expectations. They have more expectations, expectations, ah, yeah. have more expectations <laughs> based on them. So um, life is not hard. But- <laughs> Life is hard, it's not easy,
4: <laughs> so
8: we all need some self-care so that we are able to push through and go through all the challenges that we will definitely face and this uh, it will also help to maintain our mental health is a real problem now, so I think that by encouraging them to practice self-care make sure that they know how to take care of themselves, why they should do it, it's all very important to proven stuff like anxiety, depression to help decrease those cases that are
0: happening a lot more in schools so yeah that's all from me So we're coming to the end of this podcast and I wanted to ask if you have a message and what would that message be that you'd like to pass on to your future colleagues in schools
3: my message to my future colleagues in schools would be you better wait from me <laughs> 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 uh, yeah but I, seriously um, I would say that my message to my future colleagues in school is that uh, you we are going to teach together wherever you are sooner or later I will find out um I'm gonna catch you <laughs> we will work together in an environment and I will I would love to actually learn more about teaching from you guys especially in terms of handling a classroom because children are children are fun but they can quite be a pain
4: <laughs>
3: but um uh, yeah, I would love to actually um, be able to learn as well and to share my knowledge to my to my colleagues as well in schools and as well as be, be a family with my colleagues and get be close with them. Because somehow, one thing that I would advise is that do not be a part of social envy. You sometimes have a, have a teasman any sort of when you see someone who have things that they have, you get very you get oh, I need to have that in order for me to be to be enough, to feel enough, all that. Uh, try not to be a part of social envy or social insecurity. You, when you ha- when you are in an environment of colleagues, someone may have may have something that you do not have, but you may have something that. Your colleagues may not have. So when the two of you are in an environment, a working environment, you can actually be a. You can make that something that you have and something that they have into something that the school is unique about. So yeah, don't don't be a part of social envy. That's like my message. Yeah. What about you, Davina? Uh, okay. So.
6: But um, my message could be um, okay. So, reminder for myself and also you guys and anyone that will be hearing this. It's uh, kinda cringe. I always say this <laughs> to my friends, and they will also say like, "You yeah, don't say that." But <laughs> please, please prioritize your self-care without joke or hesitation. Um, is that? Tech- I know that you know that you deserve it, but sometimes it needs other people to say that, so that you will take action, you know? So, remember that taking care of yourself is not selfish and it will never be selfish. It's essential. Um, well, as a teacher, self-care, we need self-care to maintain our overall well-being and effectiveness as it together. And I want to share one phrase that I like, I really like this. It's, you need to ensure that your own cup is filled before you can pour it into the cups of others. So, just prepare yourself, um, taking care of yourself in terms of your mental health, your physical health, and also self-improvement. It's very crucial for yourself your life and also you other to educate other people and I also want to say that again it's cringe or maybe you always hear it but I want to say it again so I want you to know that you deserve the rest and just remember yourself you know don't think what, what other people will say it's always you this life is yours fully so just Find what works for you. Maybe it will be meditation, exercise, or maybe just hang out with, with your friends. It could be anything. So, I would say that remember, the self-care is ongoing journey. It's, you're, it's about finding yourself. And it will never end, even though you're old. Or maybe you're just like 12. Maybe
4: even though they say,
6: why are you so... Yeah, when you need to think about that. No, it's it's happened since you're born. So be patient and gentle with yourself. And it's okay to support to seek support when you it's okay to cry, it's okay to be mad, it's okay. So I wanna say you're never alone and you will never be here. Okay, that's all. Wow, okay.
5: So, I know wow. Well. <laughs> I, <know. laughs> I
0: think we all did a wow, yeah. <laughs>
5: I really I, I feel amazed it's just I feel amazed by what I did not say so as for me um, as a pre-service teacher who had went for PBS Practicum, I've seen um, there's a gap between generation where many, millennial and also Gen Z which is us right? mm-hmm. So I see when working with them I see how the millennial generation tends to overwork themselves tend to say yes to everything tend to say I would say they are I, would, I don't know if people who are like listening to um, what I'm saying after this you could have any reaction but this is based on what I have observed I think most millennial people are people pleaser <laughs> it might be controversial but it happens in my workplace where they always say yes to um, any orders any instruction any requests you give to them. Um, Meanwhile, Gen Z, they are opposite of the millennial people. Gen Z knows what they want. I'm not saying Gen Z are better, but Gen Z, they have, um, they're exposed quite well with what self-care is. They know how to balance their work life and also their personal life. So, um, what I want to, my message for my future colleagues, which who will be in, I don't know, different generation with me or the same in the same generation with me, that there's two advice I would like to give. First one is value yourself, especially when you are people pleaser. I know how hard it is for you to say no. No is not even in your life dictionary, I would say. Um, learn to say no. Just value yourself more by knowing what you need knowing what is good for you just because it's good for you and it's not that convenient for, for other people you don't have to feel bad just value yourself more by loving yourself. we always have the what we call that the mentality we want other we want to be treated nicely so we treat other people nicely but when we do not get the same thing in return, that's where disappointment happened that's how I learned. Before you treat other people nicely, treat yourself nicely first. Put yourself at the top tier of your life without degrading others. Because if you, um, if you love yourself, innerly within, the glows within you will reflect to the society around. You. People gonna like. People can feel the positive energy that you bring to the room. And for the second advice that I would like to um, give to everyone today is um, improve and create improve yourself by creating boundaries in life. where um, Which related to my first advice, learn to say no. Uh, also, when you create boundaries in life, you know when to stop and when to start things. That's when your burnt out life stops. Because burnt out life starts with when you don't know where your limit is, right? So when you know where your limit is, that's where you start to see, okay, this is this is what I'm gonna do. And if it doesn't work, it's okay. I have another time. You don't have to push yourself too hard. Because I have this one quote that um, I kind of like relate to and I applied it in my life that everything has its own timing. Everything will fall to its place when it's time. So don't force yourself to, um, to force the universe to go align with your plan. Sometimes if it doesn't work the way that you want, because it's not written for you, but there is always something better for you. So that's all for me.
1: Alright, uh, first of all Wow <laughs> I don't really know what to say with my ideas Because the three of you are so Wow
4: It's
1: wow. Wow. <laughs> yeah. okay, since I like to make things simple Let's just say To my future colleagues, just yes, Let's just have respect with each other Let's not really need for superiority or seniority because Let's help each other in it. It's not like You do your job and I do mine, it's just that Let's help each other, that's that That's simple, that's all Beautiful